Forte, how you doing? <laughs> um, if my voice sounds different than usual, it's because I'm battling some some voice things. Um, I just started teaching again last week, and so this is day eight, I believe, of uh, teaching since school began. I'm an elementary music teacher, and uh, I enjoy what I do a lot. Um, and sometimes I enjoy it so much that I, you know, behind the passion and uh, intensity of explaining even just the rules to my kids I yell and scream and I damage my voice so um, my wife thinks I'm just sick and I and, and I could be but I believe that it, I, it has something to do with just you know maybe a strain on my vocal cords or something like that but anyway so I, I got I'm on my Barry White kick today so uh, if you're wondering why my voice is lower than usual that would be it um, I kind of like it, you know, I don't necessarily want to sound like this forever, because um, I also like to sing, but, um, you know, when I have an opportunity to just somewhat relax my voice and not, you know, uh, use it as much, it's, it's it's fun as well, I guess. Um, so, yeah, hopefully those of you uh, who have kids uh, and you're, you're back in school, you know, hopefully the year's going good for you. I know you guys are excited about having a break, uh, sending you a little bundles of joy back to school where people like me have to get them back in line <laughs> um and for those of you who might actually be in the educational field um hey head up let's you know let's press through let's get it together um, we are getting ready to inspire and uh encourage and shapen the minds of the future and that's not a thing that we should take lightly um I don't necessarily have a topic in mind. I just wanted to jump back on an app because it's been a while since I've done so. So since I am a teacher, I might as well focus on that. Um, being an educator was not something I wanted to do originally. Uh, well, I don't know. I take that back. It's not something I went to school for. When I was a kid, my dream was to always be a professional basketball player while teaching at the same time. I don't know why. I just wanted to teach and play for the Chicago Bulls because my favorite player was Michael Jordan and, uh, you know, give my kids tickets to the games and then they come watch the game. And obviously, um, young, naive Freddie Forte, you know, um, had no idea that you really can't do that. (laughs) But uh, it was always my dream to do something of the sort. And um, so while I never grew tall enough to be able to, you know, play in the league, uh, even though I am six feet tall, um, even though some people like to debate that I'm 5'11", I'll fight them though. Anyway, um, I was never able to stick with the sport long enough to be able to go that route. I did become a teacher, but I didn't go to school for it. I went to school, and uh, I went to school originally for music and worship studies, and I was, you know, working in churches, and I, I got an opportunity to work at a church in um, the greater Miami area. 
um, but it was a part-time job and I needed uh, extra income to supplement. So I decided to uh, apply for some aftercare positions. Cause, you know, I, I was in a traveling assembly group and I, you know, I've dealt with kids before and I, I just really wanted to make an impact on kids. So I saw something and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go for it. That way I could have my, you know, my days and I could just go in for a couple hours, do some work and then I could, you know, uh, just even out my salary that way. And um, I got a call from a lead teacher at the school that I applied for for aftercare within 30 minutes of putting in my resume to interview for the music teacher position that they had. And uh, I was sitting here like, okay. And I told her straight up, look, I have no teaching experience. I didn't go to school for teaching. Are you sure you really want to waste an interview on me? And she was like, hey, it's not as difficult as you think. And I mean, she's not downplaying the position at all because it wasn't easy. But what she's saying is give it a shot, you know, you never know unless you try, which I'm very grateful for this woman. Um, her name's Karen. Because if it wasn't for Karen, <laughs> it's funny. Every time someone uses the, can I talk to your manager thing? They talk about someone named Karen. This Karen is legit though. Um, and uh, if it wasn't for Karen, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So I go into the interview and I uh, interview with um, Karen was there and the principal and we're talking and I just told him what my passion was and what my desire is and, and how down the line I do want to start my own music academy. Um, I want to start my own national um, music program for kids and give them opportunities to get into college early on. Look, I know these things exist, but I know there's some untapped areas that people are not getting opportunities and I want to bridge that gap. So. It just seemed like it was a good fit, but I wouldn't know until they interviewed the other two people they had. So they told me they, they'd let me know something, to, uh, you know, the next day. So I waited and I'm sitting there like, there's no way I can't get this out. There's no way. Like, I mean, it just, it, that seemed way too good to be true, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. You know, there's a few moments in my life like that. It's like, you know what? I feel like the answer is going to be yes, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. And uh, one of them <laughs> was when I asked my uh, now wife to marry me. I was so scared out of my mind she was going to say no. And uh, one of my best men in my wedding, um, he was like, dude, you're an idiot. You got this far. There's no way she's saying no. She's going to say yes. So fast forward, getting back to the job, you know. Um, and I'm sitting here like waiting. And I got an email. And I was on my way to my uh, my other job. I was working at Macy's at the time. And... I was on my way there and I got an email on my phone and it said, we would like to offer you the music teacher position. I was like, Oh my God. Like I screamed and I was just like, wow, this is everything. Like, I mean, this is exciting. The two things that I love to do singing in church and being able to, you know, teach music or impact kids with music. Like, I mean, there, there's no way that God would be granting me um, my dream so quickly you know, in, in such short of a time span, because it was June when I got the job to lead worship, and it was August when I got hired as a music teacher. So within, you know, two months, I got two jobs doing something I love to do. So since I was already working at Macy's, and the reason why um, I, you know, I was a sales supervisor prior to that at Macy's, and uh, it didn't work out, so I quit because they were basically going to, you know, let me go. Um, and that was a bad experience there. Um, which I'll probably do another podcast on that, you know, how something when doors, you know, how, how when doors close, it doesn't, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I went back, um, and worked part-time as a, you know, sales team member 
So I was on my way to work and I saw that and I basically went went in and told him I was quitting. I, I just let them know, hey, um, today's my last day. Because um, I, I wasn't happy there. And the only reason why I went back is because I was good at, good at what I did at Macy's. You know, I was good with people. Uh, I was able to, you know, just work there. And I, and I loved retail, but retail was not going to be my career. And that was a big thing. I was trying to take care of my family. I was trying to make sure they were all good. You probably can hear now that I'm, you know, that I'm sick. But um, I was trying to make sure everybody was taken care of. So um, I let it go. You know, I was like, you know what? We're, you know, we're, we're done. And I started my career of teaching. And uh, this is my fourth year now. And I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm coming up trying to find different ways, not necessarily new ways, but just different ways um, to get these kids inspired. One of the things that I've done um, since I've taught, uh, I've used recorder karate. And you know how everyone hates the recorder. People just do not like it. I love teaching it to the kids because it gives them empowerment, makes them feel good about themselves, learning an instrument and stuff. I mean, you really don't know the, uh, the impact you make on a kid's life when they learn something and when they're good at it. So I took it to the next level and I made some beats that I think could play their uh, accompaniments to. And uh, and the kids loved it. That was my first two years of teaching a recorder. Last year, I took it to the next level and created a tournament. Uh, kind of like March Madness. I had 64 kids go head to head. And, um, you know, they all fought and uh, they, they worked on songs. They had to go against each other and play the song at the same time. And if one kid messed up, they'd be out of the tournament. And... Um, it was uh, it was a great experience. I actually have the um, footage of the championship round um, on my YouTube channel. Uh, I got a YouTube channel called Mr. Collins Classroom because obviously Forte is uh, a moniker. Collins is actually uh, the name I was born into. But um, Mr. Collins Classroom on YouTube. I might post the link to uh, to the description or to the you know to the you know the info on the uh, on this episode. So you guys can check out that championship. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I do some things. Like I wrap my rules. I have rules for my classroom. I wrap them every time a new class comes in. Um, and I got, I teach a thousand kids. I teach 43 classes. Um, 35 of those classes hear the rules because eight of them are kindergarten. And I just, <laughs> kindergarten, you get them in, get them started on music and, and, and just go from there. You, you can't really get them, you know, bogged down the rules. They're not going to be able to follow along. They're just going to be way too out there. <laughs> or at least that's my experience. So, me teaching has been fulfilling because I get to, what I I get to do what I love to do, and you know, and I get to work with kids on the ground level, and uh, it's hard. And it's not easy dealing with twenty up to twenty five different personalities, having to say the same things over and over again, having to you know not strain my voice and still have a voice when I come home to my kids or whatever. Because you know the kids, hey, it's not an easy job, but you know what? I wish I would have found this sooner. Because I love every bit of it, you know. Being able to work with these kids, especially some of them that, you know, come from broken homes. Um, some of them that, you know, come from good families. Um, some people that are just neglected in their families just because they, you know, they come from a, a family with a lot of kids. You get you get a mixed bag of everything. And uh, you just get an opportunity to just show these kids that you care. Some of them never hear that, you know. I, I, I wish, I wish I had more time to invest in you know, these kids are making sure, you know, that they, that they were all good. And I don't teaching a thousand kids isn't easy at all with that, you know, from that aspect, but, um, but I'm going to find a way to keep trying to make an impact. And, uh, the whole purpose of this episode, like I said, there was no purpose until I started talking, but the whole purpose of what I'm saying right now 
It's just to talk about it's something that you love to do, educators. If you enjoy teaching, even if you don't, remember why you got there in the first place. For some of you, it was for the paycheck, which is insane because we don't know none. And that's okay. Hey, I, I kind of knew that it was going to be like that, you know, when I, when I signed up. But what I do love about what I get to do is that I, I do have that feeling when these kids leave and when they see me across the school, when they see me, you know, um, in restaurants and stuff, because I work in the city that I teach in, um, seeing that they appreciate me, they may not appreciate music, but they appreciate me means I'm doing something. And, um, and I, you know, and I, and I just love it. And my hope is that for anyone that is in the teaching profession, you realize and understand that, um, you're going to have days where you are going to dislike everything you do. You're going to have days where it's just like you couldn't see yourself doing anything else. Cherish both of those because, you know, life is short in itself and we don't know how long we have on this earth. We don't know how long we have, you know, in anything. And um, just to have an opportunity to try to impact a life before this, you know, world ends on us is uh, is a blessing it really is um i can't say it enough that i wouldn't want to do anything else i, I want to be impacting um students you know it's it is a great opportunity a, a great experience and honor to be able to work with some of the you know the bright minds of our our nation you know we're gonna have some good world changers I got world changers in all of my classes, you know, I can't wait to see these kids, you know, go out and do some things, so, this is a short but sweet episode, you know, usually we go about 45 minutes, um, I just wanted to say something, you know, on my way to work, um, and, uh, I'm a, you know, bring it to an end, but I just want to, you know, close by saying, at least on this episode, um, if you're not a teacher, um, find something if you haven't already that you love to do and just give it your all if you don't like what you're doing don't do it um, you know listening to the man in the mirror podcast and um, Pat Morley always talks about or at least in a couple of episodes he's like look if, if you have an opportunity to get a different job get a different job you know I was not happy with what I was doing prior to becoming a worship leader prior to becoming a music teacher and I was able to find something else to do. And uh, it's been the biggest blessing of my life to be able to, you know, to to be able to do what I'm doing now. So my hope is that you have found that thing that you're looking for that is, you know, going to put you, um, just puts you in a, on a cloud nine feeling or something like that. And it's not always that way for, you know, me as a teacher, but, um, Whatever it is that you love to do, you know, go towards that. If you're able to take a leap, take a risk, do it. I highly recommend it. This episode, you didn't ask for my opinion, but you got it anyway. Um, It's specifically for teachers, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's for anyone that, you know, has a passion. Go after that passion. Um, Something, someone in this world needs what you have. And uh, don't give up until you get it. All right. So I'm at work and um, I will see you all. (laughs) on the airwaves a little bit later hope you all have a blessed friday and um just keep thinking about those passions and uh let's you know 
Let's have some fun doing the things that we love to do. All right? Blessings. Deuces.